Hey everyone, just a quick note to let you know that I'm not creating any new podcast episodes this December. And instead, I'll be resharing some of my favorite old episodes that contain great reminders on taking care of yourself during this winter season. I always feel called to pull back on my activities during this time of the year. The days are getting shorter and it's dark most of the time. And that unfortunately is kind of a mismatch with the frenzy of this season. So intentionally reducing activities and setting boundaries before heading into December goes a long way. Feel free to use this as permission to take a break from something in your life that isn't totally necessary this month if you feel like doing less. Have a fantastic rest of 2021, and I'll be back in your ears in January. Hello and welcome to the Being a Whole Person podcast. I'm Rebecca Haas, a pianist, composer, and creative wellness coach, and my job is to help you self-compassionately grow your creative practice from a supportive foundation of wellness. This podcast features honest conversations, resources, inspiration, and tangible tips to help you cultivate more balance and ease in your work and life, follow through on your goals without constant hustle, and also feel like a whole person in the process. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Being a Whole Person. Today we're going to be talking about feeding your creativity during the winter season. And speaking of caring for yourself in the winter season and the holiday season, which we are in the midst of in the United States. On Tuesday, I gave a workshop called Build Your Seasonal Self-Care Survival Kit. It was super fun and I recorded it. So if you missed it and you still need some support during this holiday season, this workshop is going to help you build your own personal menu of your go-to self-care actions that'll help you during the winter or during this part of the winter. Your menu can change over time. And I go through the seven types of rest and all of the self-care actions that might come with all these different types of rest And then we made a big master list of everything that sounded good and then narrowed it down to the curated menu. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, you know exactly what to do to take care of yourself. You know exactly what usually works and you just have that list ready to go. It might sound simple to do these self-care actions, but it isn't always that simple when you're overwhelmed and you don't necessarily have the wherewithal to think about it. That's where the menu is gold. So this is going to be available to buy as a recording for another few weeks, probably about until Christmas time. And it'll be on a sliding scale, just like the workshop was between five and $30. Same link. I'll put that in the show notes. If you need some extra support, I'd love to help you out. So the winter season and creativity, creativity and creative projects have a seasonal cycle too, just like plants in nature. Your trees, most trees don't grow out all year long or they aren't blooming all the time because all this stuff goes in cycles. It can't possibly be growing actively all the time. And I like to think of creative projects the same way. I don't know where this seasonal metaphor came from. I know I've heard this in other places, so I don't know who to credit, but spring is kind of the giving birth to the idea planting your seeds, getting your project started. It might involve some gathering of resources, researching and learning. It's the beginning. And then summer is 
growing, working on the project, kind of the middle phase, possibly the messy middle phase, and learning from your process and continuing onward. Autumn is like harvesting, completing your project, and then enjoying the fruits of your labor, being proud of yourself. And then winter is the dormant caterpillar cocoon, maybe caterpillar goo phase. You know how caterpillars, when they're in the cocoon, before they become a butterfly, they're not actually solid for a little while. Their goo might be kind of a dormant, not well-formed phase, kind of a death and rebirth, nourishing and restoring. And all of these things can happen at any time of year. Your creative winter might not correspond with actual winter, but because there's all these seasonal cues of darkness and cold giving us less energy sometimes, often those winters can coincide. So that's kind of how I'm going to talk about it today. But when you have health problems or a stressful situation with someone in your family, if you're going through severe burnout, that can feel like a metaphorical winter where you personally have less energy. And so the energy of winter is asking us to do less. It doesn't have to mean doing nothing. It can just mean doing less. I'm going to do an episode more specifically about this in two weeks. But this is a time when you can think about setting boundaries on your work time to give you extra time for creative projects or whatever you want to be doing. If you're a person who likes to stay busy and you have trouble stopping work, if you set a boundary, like an end time for your work every day, that this can really open up more time for other types of creative projects that maybe you couldn't even fit in before. Like now I have set a boundary on work time at sunset because I know I don't really work very well afterwards. And, you know, sometimes I have to work a little bit after 5 p.m., sometimes in the evening too. But my ideal is to set that boundary. And that means the whole evening is for whatever I decide it's for. I've been doing a lot of weaving lately. I've been doing like macrame, yarn, garland, like lots of fun little craft projects that if I were working all evening, I wouldn't want to do that because I wouldn't have the energy or the time. Doing less can also mean just doing a small version of something. But if you truly don't have the energy, then resting is great. Being connected to your creativity doesn't have to mean actually doing something or producing something. Like I said, things don't grow all year long. You might not be in a fertile creative phase all year long. It's normal. That is how it works. Maybe your creative seasons don't match up with the seasons outside. Like maybe you get really inspired to do more in the winter because you're inside. That's cool. That's great. But you might find a period of time where you have less energy. So think about this like fertilizing the soil. That's a really important part of the process when you're growing stuff, right? If you have bad soil, you're probably not going to get good plants. And your life experience is a key part of the input that you're taking in that gets digested and eventually becomes your creative output. And I know it feels like we're not doing a lot of living and experiencing lately. And 
that's fine. That's normal. Also, if you don't have the energy for many adventures or if you prefer not doing as much stuff outside of the home, which is smart right now. But this could also mean consuming other art. It could mean consuming more art inside your own artistic discipline. Like if you're a musician, you might go down a YouTube rabbit hole of some awesomely inspiring videos that really just make you want to practice. You might go down an Instagram rabbit hole of visual art that really inspires you. And of course, like you might want to limit the consumption if you're not in a creative winter because you don't want to be influenced too much by others' work and you want to let your own voice come forth. But when you're not in the active creative phase, this can be a great time to just take in stuff that's cool and inspiring. And this can mean learning of other kinds too. It can mean reading books that you enjoy, whether they relate to your art or not. Like a great story might inspire you in some way that is not apparent right now. Exciting ideas that give your mind something to chew on. Like I love learning about space. And I read recently The End of Everything by Katie Mack, which is about the end of the universe and like five different theories on how the universe will end, which like just tested the limits of my brain power and my understanding of astrophysics, which is very limited, just enough to kind of make my head explode in a really great way and make me feel filled with wonder and awe and feel very expansive. I've been really enjoying using the Seek app by iNaturalist to identify plants in my neighborhood. I've been excited by this ever since I discovered it because having lived in California for about a year and a half now, I'm still getting to know a lot of the foliage that just wasn't around when I lived in Minnesota. So it's really fun for me to identify these plants and like actually get to know what they are and just appreciate the colorful greens and colorful flowers. It's a visual delight in addition to being fun to learn about. I also just discovered the Kaleidocam app, which is a kaleidoscope app for the iPhone. And I spent like half an hour playing with it recently because it's so fun to just point your phone at whatever and see it made into essentially a kaleidoscope. So stuff like that, that maybe doesn't translate into creative output in any way that you can see right now, is still feeding you. No matter what season I'm in, I'm always reading tons of books right now and listening to tons of podcasts. And besides that space book, right now I'm reading Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine, which is a fun novel. I'm slowly working through You Belong by Sebene Selassie, who's a Buddhist teacher. And I'm also slowly working my way to through Ross Gay's Book of Delights, which is just a set of essays that he wrote about things that delight him, which I love hearing about things that people are excited about and seeing people's delight in things. So this is like the perfect thing to be reading right now or anytime. Thank you to Laura Holway, past guest on the podcast, for the recommendation. She wrote about that in her newsletter, which is always a gem, and I'll link to that if you want to sign up for it. As far as podcasts go, I listen to so many different types of podcasts, some of which are learning 
about things related to business or my career or like astrology and tarot. But as far as the like mind expanding type stuff, I really love science podcasts that make me excited about learning like ologies, which is just a science podcast where they have a different ologist on every week. So you can learn about whatever it is. And once again, hearing people talk about things they're excited about. Super cool. Daniel and Jorge explain the universe is pretty fun. A comic book writer and an astrophysicist talking about cool space stuff. There's all kinds of stuff I could mention and go on and on. If you like this kind of thing, let me know. I could do a bigger like what I'm reading and listening to kind of episode in the future because it could definitely be a full episode. I think most artists and creators love learning and we always have a huge list of things that we want to learn and do and learn how to do, especially people who are very multi-passionate. I think there's a lot of overlap in multi-passionate people and artists just in general. So if you look at it like right now you're just at the buffet or you've got a sample plate and you can just have little bites of whatever seems cool, that might be a great way to approach being in a creative winter or the actual winter because these little bites of things that intrigue you and feel good are the thing that are going to sustain us through what might be kind of a hard winter too. Sometimes you might feel like you're dabbling too much or like not focusing in on any one thing, but I think there's a place for sampling and this phase won't last forever. It all is going to feed your creativity, whether you realize it or not. And giving yourself this rest time to consume and digest is a key part of the process. So how are you feeding your creativity this season? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What's inspiring you? I'd love to know. If you want to post about this episode on Instagram and tag me, Rebecca underscore Haas, that'd be really fun. That's always in the show notes too. And I'll repost and we can inspire each other with our different ideas. So until next time, I hope you have a great week and I'll see you then. Thanks so much for listening to Being a Whole Person. The music you're hearing right now was written and performed by me, supported by Tim O'Keefe on percussion. If you'd like to take it one step further, you can sign up to get access to my library of worksheets, my favorite tools and resources, and some other fun stuff at coachingforcreativewellness.com resources. And you'll also receive my creative wellness letters via email every Monday. You can find show notes at coachingforcreativewellness.com podcast. See you next time and be kind to yourself.